You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Oh man, just recently I was recording an episode and I don't know what happened, but the mic wasn't working. So I literally sat here for 25 minutes. This is for another episode I was doing. And as you can tell, my voice is like a little strung out because I've been doing a lot of podcast recordings and coaching calls. And, and so anyways, I did this whole episode, talked for 25 minutes straight, only to go to the editing software and it just didn't show up. I have no idea what happened. I've been using this editing software for years and it just didn't work. I was like, maybe I should try it again. Did I have something off? I have no idea. But now it's working. Anyway, welcome back to another episode. I want to say thank you. There's a few people who left a couple of reviews here. A client of mine left a review on the podcast. And I'm going to read these out because I told people that if you leave me a review, usually they, they're on iTunes because that's where you can leave reviews. If you do that, I'm going to read it out because I appreciate it so much. And I will read yours in the future if you leave one because it just helps me out so much and gets the, the podcast spread even further. So it, it's a big thank you. So one of my clients says, this podcast changed my life. It helped me to get back on the horse during one of my darkest times. And Trip's one-on-one coaching then helps me get out of the friend zone. I'm now dating the woman of my dreams. I cannot recommend this podcast and this coaching enough. So thanks, man. I know who you are, even though you have a different name here. Uh, you're the man. Appreciate that review. Here's another one. It says, kind of therapeutic from another Justin. He says, I'm a guy that hasn't been on a date for more than a decade. It is pretty psychologically crushing, but listening to this podcast helps me not feel so forgotten. It is really solid advice. And maybe one day I might get lucky enough for some girl slash woman slash lady to smile at me. But until then, I will just keep listening. Kudos for the great content. Buddy, I got to say, I I appreciate you writing in and leaving a review, but that is... uh... That is not the attitude that we want. So if you're hearing this, Mr. Another Justin, don't think about it as you'll be lucky enough one day that you might just get a girl to smile at you. No, no, that's not what we do here at the TripAdvice compound. What we do is we switch that mindset and we say, a woman will be lucky if we smile at them. Stop putting them on pedestals. Stop giving them so much value, thinking that any woman, just because they're pretty, is better than you. And you'd be so lucky at that. Like, you'd be so lucky. No, you're the man. You're the prize. You're the guy. Okay. What I'm hearing here is low self esteem. I'm just giving you tough love. Again, I appreciate the five star review. I mean, that's awesome. But this is my thank you, is I'm going to give you some, some tough love, some advice here. No. You're the man, okay? You are the man. You have everything going on. See, here's the thing. Guys, they don't have a lot going on in their life. They don't. For a while, I didn't either, right? So how do you build self-esteem when you don't have a good friend group, when you don't have hobbies, when you don't have a career that you love? If you don't love what you're doing, then it's going to be really hard to be able to think that a girl would ever be lucky to be with you. You got to think my life is awesome. And if it's not awesome, you better start working on that. Because what else are you going to do anyways, right? This is, this is all we have here. So work on yourself, work on your life, 
work on the self-respect that you have so you can realize that a woman is going to be lucky to have you. So just some thoughts there. Thought I'd help you out there, Justin. Thanks for writing a review once again. Today's episode, we're talking about flirting. I went into the archives into an old program where I had a bunch of little snippets on flirting. And this was a 20-minute snippet here. And we talk about flirting with different types of women in various settings. So towards the end, you're going to hear me talk about flirting with different types of women. But mostly, you're going to hear about how to flirt in the different locations, like a party versus a bar versus during the day, and what that looks like. There's one piece in here that I did not edit out, but I just want to say I don't believe in the advice anymore. But again, I just I just didn't edit it out. I just thought I would just tell you guys here because it's not the end of the world, but still you should know. There's a part at the end of this where I talk about flirting with a coworker and how that works. And it's really not bad advice. But at the end of the day, I've switched my mind on that. I don't believe in in trying to date women at your work. I think it's a very bad idea. I think it sets you up for a lot of trouble. And I think that it puts you in a scarce mentality. There's just a lot more women out there. You don't need the woman at your work and it can cause sexual harassment issues if something goes wrong. What if she rejects you and now it's weird at work? What if you guys date and then you guys break up and now it's weird at work? There's just not enough positives here. Way more negatives, just not worth it. So I do actually recommend that you avoid women at work in terms of dating and and think about other women. But but either way, that is in here. And uh, like I said, didn't edit it out. So you will hear part of it. And it's, uh, it's good advice in terms of how to do it. But it doesn't take away from the fact of what I just said, that it could be problems down the line. So just keep that in mind. Now, if you're interested in learning more about flirting, I have a whole section in my Hooked program called Effortless Flirting, which you get as a bonus to the program. So if you're interested in really taking flirting to the next level and mastering flirting so you can get attraction and get women attracted to you and learn how to meet women, then go to getherhook.com. That's the program that I have that will teach you everything about meeting and attracting women wherever you live. It gives you the complete A to Z guide. We talk about meeting women, obviously flirting like I just said. We talk about texting. There's a whole little section in there all about how to text girls, how to meet them basically wherever you are. And then, of course, going through my TED system. So check that out. Getherhook.com. It's going to help you out a bunch. And I'd love to have you in the program. All right. Why don't we get into it? Here, we're talking about flirting in different settings with different types of women. Check it out. Usually a casual setting is like during the day, right? During the day, doing some day approaching, right? Or day game, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's casual, okay? Now, social setting, that's like a party or a bar or a club or a lounge, right? Somewhere where it's like you're in a social atmosphere, okay? Now, there's different energy vibes. There's different energy vibes, right? Girls and guys, everyone, we feel different when we're like, at a quiet bookstore than we do at this crazy raging party, right? So because of that different energy, you're going to flirt differently. And there's some rules. I just want to give you some quick tips. Okay, so specifically if you're at a party, I want you to be particular with whom you flirt, okay? So some of this is common sense, but seriously, because you know how to flirt now, it's going to be powerful. You're going to want to do it with everybody, right? But not at a party. Because at a party, 
people know each other. It's not a bar, right? Where like there's a bunch of strangers. Like people might, everyone might know each other at a party. So be careful and pick wisely who you decide to flirt with because you don't want to get anyone upset. Like, oh, this guy's going around flirting with everyone or like, you know, oh, I end up getting a number from one girl and a, a number from another girl. They happen to be friends and it's not going to work out with any of them. Okay. So be careful there. Um, you want to try to isolate when possible. So here's the, so that was a little don't. Here's a little do, right? At a party, it's easy to isolate, right? And you do that to make a stronger connection with her, right? To get her, get her away from the party, get her maybe outside or get her somewhere where you guys can talk closely, isolate her from the bigger group, right? And do it when possible. It's going to make it easier for you to flirt with her. At a party, here's my biggest tip. Win over the friends, win over the party, okay? Make friends with everyone there. Lightly, lightly, lightly flirt with every girl, but then the girls that you really like, you flirt deeper with, right? So it's okay to like be a little like compliments and some light touches um, to win over some of the girls there, right? But don't do it too much, right? But either way, if you can win over the room and win over the party, and most importantly, win over the friends, right? So if you're talking to a girl at a party and she's with her other friends, you can't just win her over. You won't be able to isolate her. You won't be able to get her number. You got to win over her friends too, okay? And you can do that with the eight C's that I talked about and being friendly. And using some of these flirts. Don't get too drunk. And actually, that's a rule I have for everybody. If you want to really learn this stuff and do it to the best, your best capabilities, don't be too drunk, really. Like, not just at parties, but bars, anywhere. Okay. You're not going to be able to focus. Calibration is almost impossible when you're drunk. And as I said, calibration is like, it's the glue, right? It's going to hold all this together. You don't. You can't really control the interaction if you can't calibrate, and you if you're drunk, you can't calibrate. So keep that under control. Um, flirting at a bar, lounge, or club. So now we're in like a social setting, right? So for this, flirting, touching, and verbal. This has to happen within the first few minutes. Sometimes within the first thirty seconds. I mean, there's been times where I've actually made out with a girl within like. Two minutes. Okay. Mind you, this is at like a crazy club where like hormones are raging and it's nuts. And those things happen. But either way, you don't have to make out with them in a couple minutes, but you should be flirting with them using some of these moves a compliment, touch on the elbow, a side hug, something small within the first couple minutes. You have to. There's heavier flirting here. Okay. So, like I said, this is a social atmosphere. The energy is higher. You can get away with more. And other people are flirting. It's a big flirt central. Okay. So you're going to be flirting heavier here than you would be in, let's say, a casual setting, which we'll go into. Um, isolate if possible. I put if possible in parentheses because you might not isolate. You might not have the chance to, right? Because if she's with her friends, it's going to be harder for you to take her away. And if you take her away from her friends, her friends might come find her later and then pull her away from you because they think that you're creepy. Okay, so lesson here is win over the friends first and isolate if possible. Close body language, right? So in a social setting, your body language is going to be close. That's where it's going to be you um, making the distance shorter between you two. Okay, that's not going to be happening so much in casual settings. 
but in this bar lounge club atmosphere, close body language. Okay, now we're going to social. Okay, I'm sorry, uh, casual. So grocery store, coffee shop, mall, bookstore, all the same. These are all casual. Right? You see a girl anywhere at these places or a group of girls. Light flirting. We're not going to go heavy. I know we just taught you all this great stuff, but you don't want to use too much of it in a casual setting. Why? Because you're much more of a stranger and the energy is different. Okay, I can talk about this for an hour, but just trust me on this one. You're just going to be lighter on the flirting. I made a lot of mistakes this way and I don't want you to make that same mistake. So lighter on the flirting. Okay, So you're going to ask, okay, well, what am I going to do next? So if I can't flirt, what the hell am I going to do? You're going to focus more on the emotional connection, which is a form of flirting, but it's more just like getting to know them. Okay, So focus more on connecting with them emotionally. We talked about that a little bit, like asking her questions more about herself and being able just to hold conversation. The rule is if you can end up talking to a girl for 15 minutes at a grocery store or a mall or bookstore, that is a long time. 15 minutes is hell of a long time. Okay, So if you can get to that point, even with light flirting, you'll get the number and you'll be able to get the date. Okay, So the opposite of of a social setting, right? Keep a decent distance, one and a half to two and a half feet. So flirting on a sidewalk, this is casual and this is just a little bit different. So we kind of went from the most intense flirting all the way to the lightest, which is a sidewalk. Almost no touching. You are a stranger. Okay. You're on the sidewalk. You're like a solicitor at this point. I'm not saying don't approach women on a sidewalk. It's a great place to do it. But almost no touching. Okay. It's creepy. Focus more. Connect with them more on the similar interests, right? Fun conversation. And you can do flirting, right? So you can totally do some nice, you know, verbal flirting and, and things like that. Um, to a light extent, very similar to doing it at like a bookstore. Um, but here you're going to keep a decent distance away, like two and a half, three and a half feet. You don't want to create such a strong personal space bubble like you do in, um, you know, the different uh, social setting places. But here you just want to keep that distance. Okay. People really don't like their space being taken up in a casual setting, especially a sidewalk. At a bar, lounge, club, it's different. They're used to it. They're expecting that space to be taken up because they're in a social setting. Okay. Again, this is all basically the same idea. This is all about calibration. All these different tips I'm giving you is all about calibration. I've just done all these things for you already, and I'm able to tell you them here and right now. So I just wanted to go over, you know, I just want you to have this information, getting the date. You know, I've talked about this a little bit on some other stuff, but I just want to give you a good over. Um, an overhaul on this stuff, you know, getting the date because you've been doing all this flirting. It's like, well, now what, right? It's just like, here's the best clothes. Here's my favorite clothes. It's no secret. You seem cool. We should hang out sometime. Let me get your number. Okay. Just want to remind you that's a great clothes to use, right? You've been flirting with her. She's attracted to you. Things are going well. Don't forget to close. Don't forget. And it's very simple. It's as simple as being like, hey, you seem cool. We should hang out sometime. Let me get your number. You're being, you're being very direct here. Okay. And then, of course, text or call, right? That's the big question. Here's the answer. The answer is both, right? 
I mean, it's either or. You don't text or you just call. It all depends. So for texting, you text her to set up the date when the conversations are shorter, right? Like a five to 10 minute convo. Yeah, you'll probably text, right? Even 15 minutes, you'll probably end up texting, right? If they're younger girls, you'll end up texting because those girls are just used to setting up dates by now, texting, right? They're not used to calls. And ask, right? So there's some cool little things you can do. You can end up asking a girl like, hey, like now that I got your number, you know, what do you prefer, text or call? You just ask her. Find out. Right? So test that one out. It, it actually works well sometimes. And they'll just tell you, like, I want you to call me. I want you to text me. Great. And you just do what they say. Okay, call. You do this when it's a deeper connection. Okay, so let me just make this straight. Doesn't necessarily mean a longer conversation. Most of the time, yes. The deeper connection is going to come from a longer conversation. But that doesn't necessarily matter. If you end up talking to a girl for 45 minutes, but you guys don't really get that deep, you don't hit deep stuff, you're going to text her. Okay? So the deeper connection is where you call. It's not about the long conversation necessarily, but more the connection. Um, older women, older girls, right? You'll call them. So um, they're just used to calling. They want a guy who's more chivalrous. Oh, guys don't call anymore. All right, call them. Okay. And again, ask, same idea. If they say call, they'll call. All right, let's go into the bonus stuff. Ooh, I love this stuff. Okay, so we're almost almost done here. But I just want to give you some tips and some rules in terms of flirting with cougars, flirting with coworkers, flirting with college girls. I think I'm so clever because I all start with the letter C. Everything starts with the letter C. Um, but really, it's just a coincidence. These are the questions I get asked all the time. You know, How do I flirt with college girls? How do I flirt with girls in my work? How do I flirt with, with cougars? What do I do? I'll teach you. Cougars. Ah, there's a cougar. Okay. Simple, effortless, simple stuff. Here it is. Heavy flirting and seduction moves. Deep intent. Okay. So the flirting is heavy. That's why it's so fun to flirt with cougars. Okay. So if you are attracted to cougars, then by all means, this is going to be fun for you because you've already learned how to, how to do that, that deep intent, right? So a lot of heavy flirting. You can get away with it. They want it. That's the cool thing about it, right? You can do that faster. So that's a tip right here. You can get to the heavy flirting and seduction faster, right? They're skipping all that nonsense. They don't need to, to be, you know, playing games anymore. They're older. They're ready for it. Okay, here are the three M's, which each have a different tip. Masculinity, maturity, and married. So what do all these means? What do all these mean? Sorry. Masculinity. You got to be very masculine here. You have to be very alpha. Okay. Although she wants a younger guy, right? Cougars go for younger guys. It, it doesn't mean you, you can be, you know, less masculine. Okay. You still have to be very alpha and very in control. Right. So this is going to be done by your body language and by your confidence. Okay. So that's very important. I don't want you to forget that. All right. Maturity. You still need to be very mature. These women are super mature. You can't really joke around and play around too much. Teases are still great, but you don't want to be immature in any of the things you say. Okay. Be, um, you know, if anything, you just act older than you are. Okay. Don't talk about stupid, superficial nonsense and junk. 
and then married. Uh, that just stands for, you know, look for the ring, man. I don't want you taking out cougars that are married, trying to cheat on their husbands. It's just bad. Okay? Trust me. They see a ring. You look for the ring. Look for the wedding ring. It's on their left hand, which will be your right if you're facing her. Right? On the, on the ring finger next to the pinky. If she's married, you ditch out. You do not continue talking to her. As flirty as she may be. Okay? And here's the last tip for cougars. Really, it's very simple. They just want to feel young and desired. That's it. They're older. So they're a little more self-conscious. Okay? They want to feel young. Now, again, I know it's a... I'm trying not to contradict myself. I know there's a fine line between like maturity and feeling young. But they just want to feel young, right? So that just means they're going to be playful. That's all. All the stuff we've already talked about. Feeling young means playful. And desired... You know what that means? Because we've talked about how to do that too. Right? All these different flirting moves that are more, uh, you know, more complimentary, things like that. Okay? They just want to feel young and desired. Okay, flirting with coworkers. Okay. Here's some rules. Don't flirt at the office. Okay, so guys always ask me, how do I flirt with a coworker? How do I get a coworker? How do I attract her? This girl at my work, she's so hot. What do I do? Okay. First of all, you're not going to flirt at the office. Here's what you're going to do. It's a step-by-step plan. You get her out with other coworkers. You become the social chair of your office. I understand that there's not a social chair in your office. You create it. You be the guy who's inviting people out to happy hours. And you get her out. Get all the girls out. Get all the guys out. Don't just invite her out. Invite everybody out. Get them out. And then... You flirt and seduce at the event or the outing that you create. It's that simple. And you know how to do that. We already talked about that. That's on this presentation. But that's the trick. You want to get with someone that you're attracted to at your work. You do it outside the office. You create an event, a happy hour. That's the simplest thing. That's effortless. Talk to her at the bar, at the outing, and you start flirting with her. And then you get a number and you guys hang out. Outside of work. That simple. Okay. College girls. I got a little more information on these college girls than, uh, than the last two. There's a college girl. Okay. Here's what you want to do. These are kind of out of order. This isn't so much a step-by-step. Um, but just know this. In college... All right. So if you're listening to this and you're in college, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to create a social circle. That's going to be your biggest thing. How are you going to do that? You're going to basically make friends with as many people as possible and always go out as much as you can. As much as you can, you know, obviously get your schoolwork done. Okay. But you want to go out, and that's what college is really about. It's about going out a lot, right? And having fun. Okay. Get your work done, work hard, and then play hard. I don't mean get wasted every night and do a bunch of drugs. No, you should be going out, hopefully, not doing any of that much as I know it's difficult in college not to drink. But either way, it's going to be a lot easier for you to be in control. Okay, so create the social circle. Flirt with every girl you meet. Just do it. Flirt with everybody. Okay? Of course, be a little careful. Make sure that you're not flirting with the girls that are best friends with the, with the other girls. But you know, college is, is massive. It's, a lot of people are in big colleges. You go around, you flirt with the girl in your class, you flirt with the girl outside in the quad, you flirt with the girl anywhere. But flirt with every girl you meet. It's a numbers game. Play the numbers game. Okay? 
And listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to flirt with college girls, but you're over 25, don't go to college campuses. Okay. I got a lot of guys like, I want to try college girls and they're like 30 or they're like 25. I mean, seriously, I mean, you're going to be called out. Girls are not going to be as attracted to you if you don't go to their college. Okay. Being in college and being outside of college, it's like two whole different worlds. It's going to be much harder for them to connect. They can't connect with you if you're not in college. Okay. So, you might be able to get away with it if you're younger than 25, like 22 to 25, because you might be, you know, a grad student. But trust me, if you're over 25, just go for girls out of college. There's no difference between 22 and 23. Um, again, I kind of said this a second ago. Approach girls everywhere, at bars and outside. Don't just do it at the events outside, um, at the bars. Okay, do it all the time. Meet girls in your classroom. Meet girls everywhere. That's what you want to do. Okay. Flirt with them everywhere, meet them everywhere. Numbers game. Okay. Like I said, be careful with specific social circles. If you over flirt with girls who are best friends with each other, you might cause problems for yourself. Uh, never enter the friend zone. Okay. Never enter the friend zone by being scared of rejection. Okay. If you're scared to get rejected, it's better that you get rejected than you enter the friend zone. Okay, all the guys I talk to, even myself included, that's what college is all about for us, right? We got friend zoned all the time, right? Don't let rejection stop you. It's better for you to get rejected than to be friend zoned. Especially if you're going to a big college. That's what I say. 